Welcome to the Dr. Wayne Dyer Radio Podcast. Discover the wisdom and remarkable insights of Dr. Dyer, world-renowned spiritual teacher and foremost authority on how the power of your mind creates your world. Welcome to the show, Athena. Hello, and thank you for taking my call. Hi, Athena. How are you? I'm doing well today. How are you doing today? I love your name. Is that? Are you Greek? No, I'm not. I just was mm. blessed with a great name. You sure were. Yes, yeah. She was a great, a great state. That lady, Athena. What's on your mind? Um, I was wondering. I have a lot of anger towards those that have hurt. Not necessarily myself. I guess it's a reflection of me, but more so my family members. And I've been dealing with this for years. And just if it comes up or I think about it, the anger that I have to this. And I know it doesn't hurt them. It hurts me. But I have such a hard time letting it go. What What are you angry about? Um, the, the people that have done these things, you know, purposely doing things to try to destroy or um, burden my life, my husband's life, my children's life, just people that do intentional things to you to hurt you intentionally. Hmm. It's hard to imagine that in family. What, uh, what, uh, what kinds of things? Tell me. Tell me. Um, um, it's hard to imagine that, that their intention would only be to hurt you. Um, the, the, generally, that's uh, that's sort of the ego's interpretation. But tell me, tell me what. Um, well, for example, um, a good example of this is, um, and again, this is the people that hurt my family. I love my family dearly. Um, my husband's stepmother tried to accuse him of molesting his little brother to make his father mad at him and to get him kicked out of the military when he mm-hmm. was going into it. His, you know, um, just. Things like that, malicious things. Right. Uh, and, mm-hmm. you know, it's not the only thing, but this is where my main anger goes to is them, just them using and abusing and doing do you have, hurtful yeah. things. Do you have contact with them uh, now? No, I do not. <laughs> you, don't, you don't see them at all? You don't talk to them? You don't, no. Uh, no. So, so they're out of your life, but they're still in your head? Yes. Right. So what you are asking is, how can I get them out of my head? Yes. There's only one way, and this is a perfect day to be talking about this because this is what I was speaking about with uh, with what did you hear what I was saying about the Martin Luther King celebration yeah. today? That um, you know his his uh, his most famous line to me was the only way to convert an enemy to a friend uh, is through love. Uh, anger, you know, creates a force. Force creates a counterforce. And what you're continuing to do by hanging on to these kinds of uh, you know things that they did in the past, um, which sound terrible, but uh, the fact is that they're all over, um, and that um, you know your your anger is you know there's a very famous line. It's a uh, um, it's from a Ch- the Chinese proverb, and it says uh, if you're going to pursue revenge, which is what anger is, it's a form of just getting angry at them and, and vengeful towards them. If you're going to pursue revenge, you'd better dig two graves. And what they mean is that, you know, not only will you go after the person that you're, you know, who did something to you, but the anger itself is going to kill you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, I, I, use, I often use the metaphor of a snake bite. You know, when, when a snake, a poisonous snake bites you, the snake bite itself, the actual bite, doesn't cause, uh, you know, doesn't cause anybody to die. It's the venom that continues to pour through the system long after the bite that does the killing. And anger is like that, especially towards things that have happened a long time. The event, the bite has taken place. 
You know, it didn't kill you. It didn't. Uh, it's the venom that continues to pour through your veins that, um, th- you know, that will end up killing you. And that's the angry thoughts. So um, I would suggest to you that uh, you practice what, um, you know, what the great one of the great spiritual teachers of all time, you know, uh, Jesus of Nazareth uh, did on Golgotha on the, you know, on the cross. I mean, there he was being crucified and, you know, in the probably the worst form of killing someone. And uh, his words were, uh, forgive them, mm-hmm. uh, for they know not what they do. They don't know that when they hurt me, when they do something to hurt me, they are really hurting themselves. And they don't know that yet. I, I gave a talk yesterday to uh, a thousand eye doctors over on Kauai. And I told the story of, of finding my father in 1974, 10 years after his death, standing on his grave, this man who walked out on me. Uh, when I was just a baby, and my two brothers, and my mother, abandoned us, um, did it to five additional women, spent five years of his life in prison, never paid any child support, alcoholic, a thief, stole from everyone, never heard a nice word about this man, ever. And when I went to his grave, um, uh, at that time I was 34 years old, and my life was out of control. I mean, it was literally out of control. I was overweight. I was drinking. I was doing drugs. Uh, my writing wasn't going well. I was in a terrible relationship. Uh, things weren't working out for me in, in any way. I was headed towards a, a, a major fall, uh, a heart attack of some kind, the way that I was eating and so on. And I went to my father's grave, sent there through a series of bizarre events. And when I got there, the last 10 minutes that I was there, it was almost as if something came over me. It was almost as if uh, God smiled on me and said, the reason that I sent you here and arranged for you to get here was so that you could understand how important it is for you to forgive. And when I did that and I said to him, on, you know, I, I went there to piss on his grave, to tell you the truth. I mean, <laughs> that, that's how angry I was at this man that had just walked out on all of us. And... The last 10 minutes that I was standing there, it was the 27th of August, 1974. It was a turning point in my life. The turning point in my life. What I did is I said, from this moment on, I send you love. You did what you knew how to do, given the conditions of your life. That's what you knew how to do. And who am I to hold this anger and and hatred towards you? I never dreamt about the man again. I never felt anger toward him. In fact, I feel like he was perhaps the most important person ever in my life, and I never even saw him. Because I got the hatred out of my heart. I got the anger out of my heart. When I came back, I took I, I, I took a little bit of a leave from the university where I was teaching. I went down to Fort Lauderdale. I wrote a book called Your Erroneous Zones in 14 Days. Today it has 55 million copies in 47 languages. I've written 35-plus books. I started running. I got off of drinking. I stopped doing drugs. My relationships changed. I met the, I met the woman who became the mother to all of my children. Everything began to shift and change as soon as I got the revenge, the anger, the hatred out of my heart. So I would say if you want a lesson from me, that forgiveness, as Mark Twain said, I've said it many times on this radio show, forgiveness is the fragrance that the violet sheds on the heel that has crushed it. You've got to be able to send love where hatred is, which is exactly what was the lesson of Jesus, the lesson of Buddha, the lesson of Muhammad. It is the lesson of all great spiritual teachers. Rid yourself of the venom that continues to pour through your heart long after the, uh, the bite, 
and you will find the peace and the happiness. I would, if I were you, I would find anybody, because I don't have anybody in my life now that I have any anger towards. And I have people who have borrowed money from me and never paid it back. I have people who have walked out on me. I've been abandoned. I've had, you know, my own wife left me for somebody else. I mean, I had many, many things happen. And every single person in, that has ever done anything in my life that I would like not to have done, I have not only forgiven, but I have sent them love and I have sent them kindness. And my life is as peaceful and beautiful as I, can, as I could possibly make it. That's my little speech and my little advice to you. Does that help? It does, and thank you. And I know i got to let it go. It's just it's the one thing that I haven't been able to let go out of all of the things. All right, here's what I would do. The woman, that the stepmother that you spoke about, mm-hmm. you know, I would send her some flowers and a book and a copy of uh, The Shift. Okay, I'll send you two copies. I'm going to send one for you when you hang up, and I'm going to send one for her. Send it to her as a gift and just say, just was thinking about you, wherever cool. she is, if she's alive. Okay? Okay. I know, that's, I know that sounds impossible, but what I say is want the peace that you want for yourself, which is what motivated this call, the peace that you want for yourself, want it more for her than you do for yourself and watch what happens. If you would like to hear more of Dr. Dyer's radio show, please visit hayhouse.com. Thank you for listening.